It's easy to fall into a couple of traps when reaching out to people for the first time. This is something that we ought to be acutely aware of because for those of us in the wedding and the event space, we have to reach out for people from time to time to drum up business. And that's the reason why on this podcast and over on the Instagram handle, I talk a lot about talking to strangers. If you're coming at it from the angle of sales or marketing, then it might seem extremely daunting. But if we can narrow it down to something that is um, bite-sized and something that we can easily relate to, then surmounting the hill is not going to be so sad or rather so hard after all because we have a roadmap. So that's one of the metaphors that I use a lot on the podcast and that is reaching out to people for the first time, talking to strangers, and that's pretty much what a sales conversation is. Now the reason why we're going to tackle this today or at least to lead into an intro for this day is because the discipline of personal selling and personal sales, which is what I talk about a lot on this podcast, essentially involves one-to-one communications where you're face-to-face with someone, even if you're sending an email or sending a text message, but the bottom line is it's an interaction that is intended to be one-on-one It is me to you and not me blasting out to a million other people um, out there. So the actual recording of this podcast is not a sales conversation per se because I'm blasting this out to thousands of you guys. But if I run into any of you at an event or you happen to be at any of my in-person sessions and uh, we have a five-minute sidebar or talk for longer than that and that is a personal one-to-one communication now what are the traps that people fall into what are the snares what are the hard bits the first one is not knowing what to say i get this a lot uh wedding uh, wedding planners wedding photographers people tag along to wedding shows and sometimes you know they walk up to me and they're like um Okay, you've been at this before, right? Uh, You've attended a couple of other sessions. I Really, what's the approach? What are we supposed to say? It also is a challenge that a lot of people have on the much more um, professional and work-oriented side. If you happen to be one of us, one of those people, well, all I do is wedding photography, for now anyway. So if you happen to be one of those people who um, have a 9-to-5 and uh, you do this wedding thing on the side on the weekends, it's also a challenge that you're familiar with when you're at networking sessions or you're at um, professional symposia and stuff like that, and you do not know what it is to say. Like my wife recently, for those of you who've been listening for a while, you know that she's currently out of the country. She's handling a course in finance, and um, as is done at these sorts of things because this is a uh, professional level thing it's not a master's course or anything like that so you have seasoned professionals from all over the world so there are lots of um, breakout sessions networking sessions and things like that uh, put in and so um, there have been one or two times where i've had to um, help out and reorient her as to the purpose of what this whole thing is and to make it seem less um, to make it seem less uh, daunting. 
Uh, for those of us who our bread and butter depends on talking to people, you know, we wedding photographers, wedding planners, uh, maybe networking sessions are not that much big of a deal because we talk to people for a living. But for our spouses, our significant others, um, our friends and our family members who have a regular 9 to 5, uh, a networking session might be um, more of a bigger deal. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, but bottom line, what I'm trying to say is when you're reaching out to people for the first time, when you're talking to strangers for the first time, not knowing what to say is the first trap. And the second trap, or the second fear, is rejection. We do not want to be snubbed. We do not want to be uh, rejected. And those are the two major things that are uh, on the minds of people. Even if they're not consciously on your mind, subconsciously, those are the things that are lurking there that make it uh, difficult to reach out to people for the first time. Now, what is the solution? It depends. There are different ways of looking about it. And so I'm going to give you some very simple and rudimentary um, prescriptions for dealing with this that um, are preached about in the personal selling space. Now, the first one, not knowing what to say. If you're going to focus on what it is that you're going to say, especially if you're already a shy person or already a, someone who is self-conscious, then you're only going to make yourself more nervous. So instead of focusing on what to say, you ought to focus on the questions to ask because it's a fundamental principle in personal sales and personal selling that sales is not a talking process. It's not about what you say. It is not a toasting process. It is not a presentation process. Sales is first and foremost a question-driven process, and you need to have a questioning framework. And that's the reason why I think wedding planners handle wedding shows much better than the rest of us. Because the nature of the profession for a wedding planner means that you need to have that questionnaire out there with all that information that you need. Congratulations. Uh, thank you for coming by the stand. When is your wedding date? What about the groom? He's not here. Oh, okay, really, what do you guys do? Okay, how did you guys meet? What is the um, ideal version that you guys have for the day? How many guests do you guys, uh, do you guys want? Are there possible wedding photographers that you're already looking at? Um, what is the idea for the menu for the day? What kind of decorations are you going to look at? We can go on and on and on, but wedding planners have dozens and dozens of questions that they need to ask. And so for them, handling wedding fairs is not really a problem or talking to strangers in the business context is not really a problem because the wedding planner knows acutely that she or he cannot give a quote immediately until they know the answer to all these questions. Is it just the wedding or the wedding and the proposal? That is why a wedding planner will typically throw in that whole thing of uh, how did you guys meet? What was the proposal like? You know, so, I mean, these are uh, questions that not only build rapport, but also help the wedding planner know what's up and what you guys are working towards. That is uh, the proposal going to be um, part of the whole thing. Uh, what else? Is an after party going to be a part of the whole thing? How big or how small is this thing going to be? How many people... Um, because the food element, the food and drink element, the food and drink budget element, yeah, is going to be determined by the um, number of heads and the kind of menu that they want to have. 
So wedding planners uh, intuitively just come up with um, easy conversation, question-led ways to tease out all that information. Because if you make it an interrogation, it's going to be obvious what it is that you're trying to do. Now, oh, this person is just asking me all this information to size me up and to see how much money I have. And then the bride and the groom are going to clam up. Or if you're talking to their parents, their parents are going to clam up and say, you know what, just give me your packages. You have three packages, right? Just give me your packages and we'll think about it and get back to you. So the solution, not knowing what to say, is to focus rather on what questions to ask. So uh, there are two ways of looking at that. Some people limit their questions only to um, the basic stuff that they need to make a decision. So if you're a wedding photographer, some people will limit their questions to how many days um, is it church and traditional? Is the registry involved? Uh, do you guys want a book? Do you guys want frames? You know, those typical kinds of questions. And that's one way to go about it. Um, because when you start off with that approach, obviously you're not worried about what to say. You're just going through your questionnaire or your thought process and all the questions that you need um, to ask. But you also should remember to throw in personal questions there to get a sense of their personality uh, because that will inform the way that you handle um, the shoot um, on the day and posing and things like that. But also, these personal questions help to build rapport, uh, to melt the ice and to get things going. So, in a uh, wedding industry-related context, that's the way you go about it. Don't focus on what to say. Focus on the questions to ask. And then, for those of you who work in other places, let's say you have your 95 at the Ministry of Finance, and then on the weekends, uh, you're a wedding planner, you happen to be at networking sessions, the process is the same. Don't go there uh, with the goal of talking about how fantastic you are because you are a director in the Ministry of Finance and you run your own wedding planning company on the side, but rather show up for that meeting and have in mind the questions that you're going to ask they should be oriented at figuring out who it is you're talking to, what it is that they are interested in, and you'll be able to figure out then uh, ways that you can be of use to them or they can be of use to you in the future. So it's um, a funny way of looking at it, but when you're heading into the wedding, sorry, when you're heading into a networking session, the goal is not to go around saying, oh, I'm so fantastic, I'm so wonderful because I'm 25, I'm a director of finance, and uh, I run my own wedding planning company. But it should be going out saying, uh, hey, good morning, uh, so what brings you here? Um, uh, what do you do? Um, how did you get into this business? You know, blah, blah, blah. All those kinds of questions that get a sense of who it is that you are talking to. And uh, we've gone past the 10 minute mark, so I think I'll hurry up and bring it to a close here so that I don't make these episodes too long like I promised. And the second aspect now, um, rejection. So how do you deal with rejection? In a traditional sales context, in a traditional personal selling view context, we're just taught pretty much to realize that rejection is not about you. Nobody is rejecting you per se. They are rejecting the offer that you have put on the table. So when I reach out to a bride and a groom, either at the wedding fair or the call-in uh, because they got my information off Google or Instagram, and, uh, you know, we get things going, we build rapport, it looks like we're flowing well, I'm feeling like we're best of friends, and then we get down to the proposal, to the money and everything. When they say no, 
They're saying no to the value proposition. They're not saying no to Tavishima Ayede. They're not saying no to me. They're saying no to the value proposition. It could be that they think my skills aren't tight enough to demand that fee. Uh, they might think that um, uh, I look like I'm talented, but I'm not going to be able to pull through on every single thing that I promise. Um, it could be that um, it could be a number of things, but the bottom line is it's not you that they're saying no to. It seems personal because we are in the uh, wedding space and it's a very personal uh, industry. But when people say no to you, they're saying no to your value proposition. So if you realize that, then it doesn't have to hurt so much and you can pick yourself up and uh, move on to the next conversation, move on to finding that person who uh, wants what you do, needs what you do, and who has a good grasp or who values what it is that you do. So that those are some perspectives about how we deal with this in the old school um, uh, sales approach um, for personal selling. So um, when you don't know what to say, stop thinking about yourself. It's not about you. Focus on the other person. Start asking them questions to get the ball rolling. So if it's your bride and groom, start asking them questions. Not just questions about the event and the goal for the day, but personal questions to build rapport. And if you happen to be at a networking session, the philosophy is the same. Ask them questions about who they are, what they do, what they hope to get out of this event, what their goals are for the future, because it's then you'll be able to know um, whether your goals are aligned or not, and you know whether to keep on calling uh, this person and to make them a good friend or to just um, conveniently lose their number. And then for rejection, realize again, it's not all about you. They're saying no to the value proposition. So if there's anything that you're going to tweak, most likely you don't have to tweak yourself. You might not have to tweak your dressing. You might not have to tweak the way you talk or your hair color. There's nothing you can do about your height. And there's nothing you can do about your weight anytime soon. So if you're, you think it's because you're too skinny, yeah, you might take weight on and do all that stuff. But it's not something you're going to change immediately. You might think it's because you're too big or you're too fat. And there's nothing you can do to work your way down and get uh, slim overnight. So realize it's not about you. Any tweaking that has to be done will have to be at the level of your value proposition. So, yeah, that's it. Bottom line, it's not all about you. So there's no need to fall into these traps or to have these fears when you're reaching out to people for the first time. So thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tarishima Ayede. Thank you very much for your time and attention. And apologies for all the rowdiness going on outside my uh, window. I'm going to live next to... Uh, okay, I shouldn't say who he is. But it's one of these um, types. One of these loud political types. So, you know, he and his entourage, they just go on making a ruckus all the time. Anyway... Perhaps when I have a little bit more money, I'll make a dedicated recording studio so that during recording sessions, you won't have uh, military attaches running around shouting empty and inhaling each other during the recording. Anyway, thank you very much for your time and attention. Uh, I'll catch you guys at the next recording. Uh, for those of you who are wondering where I was the last two days, it's because I'm trying out a new recording schedule where I only record during uh, the days of the week. Well, the work days, Monday to Friday, and then I leave Saturday and Sunday for my other podcast, which is the So You Are Getting Married podcast, which is the more personal podcast that is aimed towards 
uh, marriage uh, relationships and things on a much more personal side, not on the business side. So if you don't see any podcast episodes drop on a Saturday or Sunday, that's the reason why I'm trying out this new recording schedule. So thanks, guys. Catch you at the next episode.